So the creators of the new Looney Tunes cartoons on HBO Max released some news this week, and I'm angrier than Yosemite Sam without any six shooters. We'll talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. <laughs> We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades, decades of years. De- That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are, oh, we yeah, are yeah. going to talk about spoilers That here. would have been a huge dick if, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's going <laughs> to shit on something. Tell you this. what's going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just... You're like, why did I do this? Here we go. I, he's I got really, that look on his face really like he's getting ready to punch this, a baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house <laughs> just hauling ass. Nothing but underwear. Hauling naked, too. His underwear, hauling ass. I'm going to have me some fun. <laughs> I'm going to have me some fun. Well, you were treated to a Greg opening because I'm so excited to play hockey tonight. I completely forgot about it. <laughs> so I didn't do anything. Yeah, thanks for thanks for putting us up there. An important, you know what? Guilty God as charged. Almighty. Guilty as charged, sir. That's all right. I figured I could pick up the slack once every now and then. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it is your studio and your equipment, so there you go. Yeah, but you're the brains. No, fuck! Don't say that, or we are <laughs> fucked. <laughs> don't say that. All right, you're the comedic genius. I mean, I'll take that. Okay, better. I, I mean, all shit. Right, I'll, I'll wear that badge all day. <sighs> Well earned. Yeah. How are you this week, sir? I'm fantastic. Tell me why. Uh, because I can't wait to get out of here and go tape my sticks, clean my skates, and I'm super happy get to the rink. Fuck you. I don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, if you want to spin it that way, it's not I, false. <laughs> hey, I can, I can understand how you're happy. This is the first time you've gotten to play hockey in how long? Four years, I think. Yeah. Well, there you go. Four, yeah. Let's just say four years. That's like me having money in my wallet. It's been almost it's, that long. It's it's like the old lady in Titanic. It's been eighty four years. That's <laughs> how it feels. So yeah, I got a little extra. I haven't played hockey since <laughs> Calvin Coolidge was it's president. Freaking feels like it. so yeah. I got a little extra pep in my step today. I'm just all giddy. Nice. I woke up this morning before my alarm. That's how excited I am. Ugh. Put it in perspective here. Yeah, that's pretty excited because I don't do that shit very often. We're dealing with a Christmas morning situation here. Fucking awesome. So there you go. What else is going on? Tell us about it. Seen anything in the news lately? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Don't go there. We don't want to piss anybody else off. Seen plenty in the news lately, but we'll leave that for, I don't know, Fox and other shows. Yeah. Limbaugh and all that crap. You can go find that crap elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, I did see something in the news that I, I alluded to at the beginning. We'll go ahead and talk about it. Uh, the the I, I did not know this, but I guess there's going to be some new Looney Tunes shorts on HBO Max. <clears throat> Air quotes, Looney Tunes. Yeah, um, I, I saw the I saw the article uh, on Facebook. Somebody posted it and was pissed off about something. And I I I did what you did. I just kind of blew right by it because I literally like I by no means do I know how to use the I don't even know what one of those dating sites the oh, tinder the, the swipe left swipe right that's tinder yeah i could not swipe the bad side fast enough like i, I don't even want to read it because i don't want to get upset over it yeah i i, I wasn't going to get upset over it i um I, I think it's a little silly but i i my mother had she sent me a text she goes did you see the new looney tune news and i'm like i heard something about it and i guess um uh what i saw was elmer is not going to have a, a shotgun anymore 
Or Yosemite Sam. And Yosemite Sam yep. is not going to have six shooters anymore. And I'm like, I saw it, but you know what? I didn't worry about it too much. She goes, I, I'm not sure you know, how I feel about it. I said, well, look, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it because let's be honest. Looney Tunes haven't been really good since the 70s anyway. And they won't 60s. be. I won't watch them. I will go back to the nice, awesome two-box set collection that you gave me. <laughs> um, they won't be voiced by Mel Blanc, obviously. Um, it's... It's not the Looney Tunes. They've been, they've been, they've had a couple of things that they've put out that are kind of fun to watch. You know what I mean? Like there was Space Jam, which was fun, and then like a little Christmas movies and stuff like that. But the shorts haven't. They just haven't. They're not. They're not as imaginative as they were before. But they've decided that they're going to do this, and they're not going to have any guns because they don't want to promote gun violence. But this is what he said. He said that the the one of the creators said that they've decided not to use guns because all the gun shtick has been used up. We're going to do on to uh, move on to other things. Okay. Like what? Scythes? So what? Are they, they going to dual real dual wield katanas? Um so he, here's my question. Before I go off on a total full-blown atomic rant here. What is Elmer Fudd's character? He's a hunter. He's a hunter. Mm-hmm. Is he going to hunt with his bare hands now? Is he going to hunt with Rambo um, did? With yeah, dude, he was hungry. <laughs> um, but I, I, he's the character. What what is Yosemite Sam's character? He, he's a he's like a, a a gold miner. He's a he's a, a bad cowboy from the from the west. He's a the gunslinger. West. Yeah, I, exactly. He's well, like now an old he's a, prospector. Now, okay. now he's a spatula slinger. Yeah, that th- that's my point. It's you know we could spin off into a two hour discussion on what's wrong with the world these days, but we won't obviously. But now all of a sudden. In light of recent events, which we won't get into, everyone wants to change everything in a race history, and I cannot stand it. It makes me sick. Well, I I think that they had made this decision a while ago because they they're supposedly going to be coming to HBO Max very soon. Right, and obviously it takes time, but you're going to eliminate the guns because you don't want to promote gun violence. Sure, but you're still going to have violence. So you're going to beat. So so Wiley Coyote is still going to try and blow up. The Roadrunner. So does that mean TNT's okay? Literally, his existence on the show was to explode the Roadrunner. Yes. Or eat him. Or eat, Yeah, to eat him. Explode him. Well, so so we, we're, it's okay to be violent if you how don't do it with a gun. I da- don't... How many times did Daffy Duck get shot in the face? Oh, not enough. And it was funny every goddamn every, time. No matter how every it time. happened. Every time. Because he would grab his bill, slide it around back to the front of his face, and say, you're despicable. And it was freaking hilarious. I look at some of the cartoons that are on TV now, and if violence is an issue, I don't. I just don't. I. I'll ask the age-old question, Greg. Ask it. What are we doing? Co duels. What of violence? Co duels of cartoons. Is that what we're doing now? Yeah. So yeah, will I watch it? Absolutely not. Do I go back to the set that you gave me of the Looney Tunes from back in our Saturday mornings? I go back. Every now and then, and I'll sit back, and they're just as good now as they were when I was a kid. Oh, they're 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 even better now because you catch jokes now that you didn't catch yes, back then. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And Bugs Bunny, I argue, could be one of the biggest dicks in car- cartoon history, and he's uh, legendary for I it. I think he kind of is the biggest it, dick. Absolutely, right? Yeah. I mean, he was the captain of that ship. Yeah. Even even when he kind of, even when it was justified, you know, like you know, they were like trying to dig up his home or something. Yeah. He was still just a. I legendary mean, yeah he was legend abs- wait for it dairy dairy i mean he those cartoons are perfection to me so will i watch the new ones absolutely not there's some you know there's some stuff in it when you go back and watch it now you can look at it and go ooh, yeah oof. Ooh. you know what i mean some but, of the characters I mean, stuff that, well just you know 
there were some racial overtones yeah. and some things that were said. But it, I mean, we're talking about the 30s and the 40s and the 50s when that was acceptable. Correct. Let let it go. Yeah, exactly. Let it go. Um, um, two two of my favorite words. Move on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Move right. on. Hey, and and here's another idea. If it does bother you, and if it is offensive, turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah. Don't watch it. Let us enjoy it. Yeah, that's true. I get to make my choices. Oh no, I don't. <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> no, Greg, you don't. No, but uh. it's it, yeah, the, and and we'll, we'll end it there. But it's just. Uh, I'm not going to watch it because if you're going to start changing stuff because you're worried about people's feelings getting hurt in a in a bad way, um, tell you what, make make our stuff for us and let them go make something for themselves to watch. It's their it's their choice. I will say this about uh, Looney Tunes: as a kid uh, growing up, uh, the Saturday mornings was the best. The best, and, and a lot of kids nowadays don't understand it because you can get cartoons twenty four seven. You know, you right. can watch SpongeBob whenever you want. We had to wait till Saturday mornings, or we were lucky enough to get a cartoon movie on World of Wonderful World of Disney on Sunday nights. Yep. It didn't matter what new cartoons came along that I would get up in the Saturday mornings and watch. Up until I was like seventeen, I used to get up in the Marine Corps on Saturday mornings and watch cartoons, mm-hmm. X Men, Spider Man, stuff like that. Age doesn't matter I when always, we're talking this. I was always. Hurry up! Let's get to eleven o'clock yep. so I can see that hour of Bugs Bunny. Exactly. It's it. It's everybody listening understands. Greatest crowning achievement of animation ever. You wake up. You get your cereal. Still in your pajamas. Crawl up on the couch. Naked. Wrap up in a blanket. Eat your cereal and watch and just giggle all day long. Which I call pretty much a Saturday still to this day. Yes. It's kind of every waking moment for me. Let's be honest. <laughs> Simplicity. That's how I live. <laughs> uh, well, makes life easier when it's simplistic, right? Yes. Um, moving on to more brighter news. Yes. Because we're going to keep everything happy this week. I like it. July 10th, Greg. I saw that. July 10th. Speaking with a common theme from this week, NHL training camps are open for business. Players are back. Teams will reassemble. And shit's about to get underway. July well, 10th. It's not about to get underway. I mean, we're a month away hey. from them getting ready to get started. What's the date today? June 11th. July 10th? It's less than a month, sir. Glass is half full. It's less than a month. It, but it's still a month. It's less than a month. That's not true. It's, it's, if, it's, if it's February, sure. It's less than a month. If it's February. But it's not. It's a long way away. It's four weeks. Hey, man. Can we just please look at something positive? No, I, I, I'm happy that they've given us a date. It's right just, around the corner. I'm just surprised. It is right around the corner. It'll be here before you know it. I'm right. just surprised that they've been talking about it for two months. Especially this time of year because and now it's, stuff flies by. We got 4th of July right around the corner, my Christmas. Um, also, I'd like to thank the looters out there that got Dylan's leave canceled to come home for 4th of July. Oh, that's Thanks a lot, assholes. Appreciate that. Dicks. Hope you all get shot in the face with rubber bullets. But yeah, he, he, the, their leave was canceled, and with concern to all the all that stuff. But anyway, Fourth of July is right around the corner. Um, you're right; it's going to be here quick. It, it, Richard had even said when I sent in our group text, you know, hey, it's July 10th. And he's July like, July 10th means we probably won't see any games until August, huh? It's tough to say. I mean, that camp, you know, even when they do their regular preseason camps, those camps last a week, week and a half, and they're playing exhibition games. It's not a long NFL type drawn out process. Yeah, but it's exhibition games are a little bit different than we're running rolling into the playoffs too. I would, it, I would, it, I would it is. You're yeah. correct. My my guess is two weeks. It, that sounds about right. I, I'm guessing two weeks. I could be totally wrong because I didn't see any other further details. All I know is NHL teams will be skating on July 10th, and that makes me 
all sorts of happy. And that means we might we might have playoff hockey and football at the same time. Can you imagine? I can. If there's a silver lining to come out of this horseshit year, it could be football we were, and playoff hockey at the same time. We were working today, and we were talking about this before we started recording, and um, we're just right now all we're doing is just emergency stuff and things that we had committed to before the yeah. shutdown. So we had one of the construction jobs that we were doing today was a, a breezeway in a garage add-on to a house. So we went to do the garage to try and keep things moving. And we were in the garage, and there was no breeze. And it was just, it was, it, it was, if you live in Florida, especially here in the Bay Area today, it was god awful. I think it was 97 degrees with like a, a 91% humidity, but it wasn't rain. It was, it was, oh my God. I mean, stepped outside this morning and I was, I was sweating already. On that note, I must say, I heard something over here on the way that will make you laugh. Okay. You know how we get weather updates in mm-hmm. the other radio? <laughs> the lady says, tomorrow. Cloudy. It's going to be a little cooler with a high near ninety-two. <laughs> a little cooler. It, so just put that in perspective. Yeah. Okay. For real. There, there you go. So we, and we were. It was just it, there was no air in this in this garage, and you're all working up in the rafters, so you're up in the and it's just brutal. Right. And I looked at the two guys working with me. And I said, God damn, why couldn't COVID have happened in July? And then I went, Oh no, no, wait, that would be no football. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, <laughs> I'll take whoa, whoa. It. Yeah. Yeah. I stricken from the record, Your Honor. Yeah. It, that was never said. Yeah. I think they've talked about well, football. I know that the can't the facilities are open. With the coaches, they're looking at players being able to come back July first, I think, which yep. which means that that's time for mini camps and stuff. Yep, they're talking about shortening the preseason. I think, yeah, thank uh, which, God. Which they should probably kind of should anyway. So but it, so it took a global fake pandemic for them to shorten the preseason. Hey, whatever works. Yeah, whatever. I don't works. think we. But you know what? I say that I don't want the preseason to be four weeks long, but I'm really ready in July when the preseason kicks off. So I, I don't. I'm kind of torn there. Wouldn't you agree though? This is how it goes. Preseason gets here, we're all get Hall of Fame game. Everyone's like, oh, sweet. And then yeah. by week one and a half of the preseason, we're all like, fuck, when does the regular season start? Uh, yeah. It, but that initial excitement, I agree. Well, you could really, you really should, They, especially if they go to the 17, what is it, 18 games now? It would be 18, yes. If, they, if they're going to do 18, I don't think they do 18 games this year. I think they're expanding the playoffs this year. I think they move to 18 games next year. Yes. You really should drop it down to three games. I agree. Or two. I, I three might three might maybe because the fourth game is about the guys that aren't going to make the team anyway. So here's I've always thought this that ever since the whole preseason started to get too long, things started, which we probably say is what four or five years ago when it really started to catch steam. We've always thought I think that. It's been, I think it's been more than that because, but been it started to really while. catch. Like a lot of people were really voicing oh, their yeah, opinions yeah, yeah, yeah. on okay, it. Okay, yeah. I see where you're coming from. Yes. So. For the NFL teams, now granted, they, they, they carry, what, 80 players anymore? It, 50, 53, act, 53 active, and then you have the, the one quarterback that can't – I think it's 55 on game day. Plus practice squad is included in that, correct? Practice squad, each team has f- 10, I think. Okay. 10, 10, 10, 10 on the practice squad, five players are protected. So close to 80 players total. Yeah. Uh, on, on your Six, – 60, 65. Com- to in your complete roster, whatever it may be. Point being, by week two, before really the preseason starts, you know who's going to be on the team as far as your your starters, your solidified guys. I don't want to lose this guy. They're not going to make or break their jobs in in the preseason unless they're on that very edge, old, you know, getting ready to retire level. Yeah, you'll know by week two of the preseason because you have camp. And two full games to to analyze how good they're going to be. You're going to know. Yeah, I, it, I agree. It, it's not a hundred percent like everyone's jobs on the line. You've got a good idea. Two preseason games plus training camp. 
should give because they're having those inner squad scrimmages now, which is cool. Quite a bit, yeah. There's plenty of game type action to analyze how good these players are going to be. Well, if you've got guys on your team that you're not sure if they're going to make it, you you will know what they're capable of by the. I mean, you have you have three weeks of training camp. Correct. Then. I think you have two weeks of training camp, then you play a game, and then you still have another week of training camp, and then you have two weeks of practices with two more games. Right. You should know if that guy's going to time to evaluate. Is, is, you know, is he just struggling with the playbook or whatever? I also don't... I understand why they make cuts throughout the preseason so that they give other guys a chance to catch on. Right. But I also think that you shouldn't have to cut players out until... The last, you know, there, there shouldn't be like rounds of cuts. It should just be like, let's go through training camp, let's go through preseason, and then we'll drop these guys. I, I know that the players probably want it that way, but I think you're 100 right because how many times do we hear about players getting cut from a team and they're picked up by another team right off the bat? Yeah. So clearly, what what if the guy, a rookie coming in, does struggle for a week or two weeks, but then on that third week it clicks, it clicks, and now he's screwed and he has no good film to show either. And so. you know, here, good one of my favorite examples of football period because I totally can relate to this, was Howie Long. He says he got to the NFL. He got you know he gets to the Raiders training camp, his very first time rookie and all that stuff. He thought he was going to wash out of the NFL because he could not grasp the playbook. Yeah, he said, they, said he couldn't comprehend Nothing. the playbook at all. He said the players on the team knew how good he was and the coaches, but they had to literally spell out the playbook for no, him. No, and by no means am I saying that I was good like that, but I can when you get... When you go from high school to college, I can only imagine what it's like in the NFL. You go from a high school playbook, which is pretty similar to all of us drawing up our own plays from Madden. Yeah, you're the bottle cap. And then you go to college to a university, mm-hmm. and they hand you a binder. And I played defense, so you, we had to learn not only, God, it was like 20 different formations, then different calls off it. It was a ton. I was there's, like, "There's a lot to learn." This yeah. is over. It's it should have been a whole. Can't even, can't a whole, imagine what the NFL's like. I, that's what I'm saying. I can't even imagine going to that level. What it must be like, but the point being, can't be too it takes too hard. Time Adam Gase does it. Yeah, no, 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 no shit. <laughs> but yeah, be having to cut players so soon. I think is. I mean, I know they have reasons, but it just seems too soon because you got late bloomers, and, yeah, and of there's, course you there's do. players that get cut. They pick up later with some other team, and shine. It happens every year. It does. So, yes. Unfortunately, though, most of those guys that get picked up and shine are, are the guys that get cut late in camp because you got that coach that's waiting to see, but he needs to make room for the guy that he knows can play, and then they cut him, and then they don't get to go anywhere until next year's training camp. And that kind of sucks for them. Yeah. But, you know, I mean... And there's a lot so, of other factors. You know, like, what else, you know what sucks? Life. Yeah, you know, so, no I mean, shit. Deal with it, I guess. Yeah. Boo-hoo. Yeah. I, I, but but yeah, I, I I agree. They should they should cut it down. Plus, man, who? And you know what? I know that it gets nice in the northern areas of the country. Um, like I know that Michigan, when August rolls around, it starts to cool down a God, little bit. Nothing better. You know? But you know what? Who the hell wants to go sit out in Tampa it's in not an August, outdoor though. stadium in August? September, October. It is September. Yeah, but, but it starts, it's still hot as balls yeah, in August. It it is it is. But it's but the, you're right. But the nighttime in Michigan in the summer is completely oh. different than the nighttime in Florida. So. <sighs> Not much. It's. I mean, it's. It, it can, later in the year it starts to you get that relief at night, but the humidity. Though. July and August is just as bad as Florida. Philadelphia is brutal in the summertime. Yeah, I mean, it's as hot as it is here. Yeah. It's crazy, but, but at least I mean, we have an ocean breeze here. We didn't have one today. No, we did not. <laughs> we did not. Ah. So I got uh, some more good news. 
Hit me with it. Sports, keeping with that theme. Okay. NASCAR's letting fans in. Yeah, they are. Not full capacity, of course, but a a sports league, and yes, you can consider NASCAR a sports league. It's one of the biggest, most attended sporting events on the planet, is letting fans in for races now, or starting to. I'm not sure, again, when the first fan attended race is going to be, but they've said we're going to start letting fans back in, and they, that is a great sign. They have to, because if they don't, they're going to lose their ass. Uh, That's where they generate their money it's from. the highest attended sporting event on the planet. I mean, they, they get hundreds of thousands, if I'm not mistaken, to some of those races. I know the first time I went to the, the Daytona 500, that track is two and a half miles long, and every seat in that bitch was sold out, and they had them from turn four all the way down to turn one, and on the backside from just off of turn two, Almost all the way down to turn three. So put that in perspective. Like I'll I'll use Michigan Stadium, mm-hmm. hundred yard football field, right? Mm-hmm. They pack a hundred and fifteen thousand people in there for a huge game, yep. around a hundred yard field. Yep. Daytona's two miles long. Two and a half. <laughs> it's two and a half mile track. Now there's no there's no uh, there's no seating on the banks. Right, but, but still, it's still it's a I think massive. It's, I think it's a hundred and something thousand people that that place will hold. It's I, I can look it up at break. Well, don't forget the infield and all that. I mean, oh yeah, they the can pack monstrous. a ton of people. So yeah, they, no, they do pack a ton yes. of people. Um, but they're starting to let fans in. So they're the first league to come up and say, okay, fans are coming back, and it's again, it's great news. You know, they we're not going to get political, but they did do something this week that I'm I honestly I'm okay with it. They did ban the Confederate flag. Yeah, you, you knew they were going to have to cater eventually. You know what, though? I've had this discussion with people before, and everybody will talk about how it's okay to fly that flag. I, I don't think it is, and I don't think it has anything to do with race or color. I, th- I think it's simply because that flag represented a threat to the country that had to be put down. I mean, mm-hmm. that'd be like being at war with you know China and flying China's flag in your regard. As far as I'm concerned, right? I, I I get I get what that war was about, and and there are other things it was about, but that is one of the primary issues. But I I've never, I mean, I'm not gonna I, I don't give anybody shit for flying it, but I've always yeah. felt like I I kind of oh, I'm kind of kind of okay with people saying that it shouldn't be around. It's you know I've been on so trying like on the fence about the whole thing because I'm not from down here. It, it's not part of my heritage. I mean, obviously, my family heritage came from actually getting this country started, literally in yeah. the Revolutionary War. So I, I I've just pretty much stayed out of it. I mean, all I know the extent that that flag has on me is it was on the roof of the Dukes of Hazard General Lee car on yeah. the show. That's the only pretty much assimilation I had with that as a kid. Well, the irony is that living in Florida, not many of us have roots to the no. Southern Confederacy type thing because most of us are transplants. Um, I I think all the stuff that has happened the last couple of weeks, I, I understand why people are upset about it. I have a hard time dealing with it simply because um, we really shouldn't be looking at color about anything anymore. We should be looking at just straight right and wrong. I, because when when we make it about color, then we we we're perpetuating it. We'll leave. We'll leave that go. Yeah, yeah. But even as a kid, you know, there were there were several things that were happening during that war, and and a major issue was slavery. Yeah. So I can see why that would offend somebody. And I've never been that type of guy that goes, "Oh, you're stupid. You're stupid." Pretty blah, blah, blah. much the principal reason for the whole war. One, one of the biggest. I mean, the other, yeah. the other, the other was the the uh, the taxation and the 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 set, not the, the the oh my god, they they it's a, there's a word for it, it but was, but it was a big one. It, it was yeah. it was it was and one of the slavery big ones. had a yeah. lot to do with even the economic side. It did, but um, the the irony being that the North owned just as many slaves as the South did, um, but but 
all, yeah, all uh, politics aside, t- yeah, just, it, it is it is a big issue and, and a big focus of that. So I'm I'm totally okay with it. The irony is is that if you really wanted, and I'm not saying this to, to cause issues, if you really wanted to get down to it, if you go to a NASCAR race, there's probably not going to be very many people that are offended by that flag because no. they're like 99.6 percent white anyway. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm. I mean, you're right. It, it's it's associated with. It wasn't a direct representation of that flag simply means slavery. It's what it's associated with in the country's history. It's you can't deny that. I I just stay out of it because I do too. Because I do it, too. It, here's and again, I don't know if it's good or bad thing, but I have a great ability to just remove myself from situations like that. Because when it comes down to it, it's just a cool looking flag to me. Take all the meaning. Take a, just remove history from it. It's a cool looking flag. It is part of the nation's history, whatever. It's part of the South. We live in the South. And guess what? There's no more slaves in the country. So it's, and again, I, this is a horribly sensitive topic. But for me, people are just way oversensitive and need to start looking at what's happening today and go forward and stop dwelling on what happened hundreds of years ago because it doesn't happen anymore. I, I do think that people are a tad bit oversensitive, but I will say, I can understand that being a trigger. Oh, um, I get it. You know, it, it would be a lot like somebody wearing a swastika. Uh, well, you know I was I mean? going to say because of this whole argument and my whole stance on it being like I just I just don't care because it doesn't happen anymore. But I heard a great argument this morning. On I listen to Calta every morning mm-hmm. um, at work, which is an awesome show here in Tampa. Um, and they made a great point that really it didn't. It just, I guess you could say, open my. It made me think of it a different way. So there was a guy that called in and says, well, my family's, you know, my whole family heritage is from here, from, from the South, like the Georgia area or whatever. Okay. Deep-rooted family roots in the South, all the way back then, ancestors and all that stuff, which, okay, it's cool. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, I feel bad for you, but okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Bunch of losers. <laughs> but it, which, okay, and his thing, well, I should be able to fly that flag because it's part of my family's heritage. It doesn't say it doesn't mean that I'm saying slavery was right by any means. It's just it's ingrained in U.S. history. So I'm like, okay, great, whatever. I'm, I'm with you. But then they made the argument, not the argument, but okay, let's take that exact point. Let's say someone is German, and they're from Germany, and they have deep-rooted German history, well, what if they fly the swastika because it's it's just their family's heritage? Totally different ball game. Absolutely, totally different flag. And and yet, but it's not point, really a different ball game or a different. Situation. But the point yeah. is the same because of what's associated with a swastika right. as the same, not the same, but in a different matter. What's associated with the Confederate flag? I get it. It's a sensitive topic in whichever way people feel. I respect that. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect, honestly, if you get down to it, it doesn't affect anybody else in this in the United States because slavery doesn't exist anymore. It's one country. I, I have an opinion on it, but I don't I don't force that upon other people. I have a way I feel about it. That's kind of, that, you know, that, that's the I, way I was looking I at I would it. never fly a Confederate flag. I wouldn't either. I, I, I never would. Right. But, I mean, if if someone wants to fly one, hey, welcome to America, I guess. But I, I am... You, com- you, you might be a giant piece of shit. You might be someone who just loves the South. I don't know. Right. And to that point, I'm also 100% completely sensitive to the fact that it may be 
hurt, hurtful to someone else. I can totally understand why someone of color would be offended at the American flag, at the Confederate flag. Of course, totally, totally and, understand. And I would never tell them they should feel otherwise. I would tell them they should shut up and leave. But no, I, I, I mean, as <laughs> no, in I don't know. We we've had a few episodes here, which is always cool digging into American history because I think it's awesome. Um, but it's just that it's history, and guess what? History's not always pretty. Uh, in, lots of times, in fact, is not most pretty. times, what's happened in world history was not pleasant, but it's still fascinating to read you know, about. That's a good point. Uh, I don't ever remember studying about, um, you know, the eight years where the economy was great. No, we, we never. You know, we talk about the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, but that's it. But how dickish were men towards women back then? Oh, they were horrible. The absolute worst, yeah. right? Yeah. But still, it's it's always portrayed in movies and stuff like that. So it's listen, history is horrible at times, but it's just move on. Well, just it, learn about as it. As long as you're learning from your mistakes, learn and about it. The mistakes. Take yeah. take the the lessons that the world learned out of history, and stop being such a freaking crybaby about it. Yeah, it's over. Learn it. Hopefully, it's important it's to better. learn about it and move, but learn from it and move it's on. Also, it's also easy for us to say that because we don't have to deal with a lot of those issues. I, you know I, what I mean. I completely agree. So, um, it's it's hard for me to have that discussion with anybody because I don't. I have not walked a mile in their shoes. Uh, understand. I've, I've yeah. never had somebody tell me that I can't do something because I'm I'm the wrong color. You know what I mean? Or or had somebody make fun <laughs> of me. Well, well, yeah. The Michigan State Police told me that exact thing, but I digress. <laughs> Holy shit, all right. Well, it was legal in Michigan at the time. To, I, to I, I've, I've told this story to a few people. I I apply, I apply. took the civil service exam for the Michigan State Police to, okay. to be a trooper. Right out of college, um, you know, that that's when I was still, I was going to be a cop and change the world and, and be awesome and, you know, all that happy, you know, go, yeah. go happy stuff. Yeah. So I study for months, buy the books. You have to go take the test in a suit and tie for like four or five hours. Take it, crushed it. Absolutely, I got a sweet letter back saying you scored in the top one percent of every the one that took the test, but due to affirmative action and hiring restraints, we're unable to hire you this time, based on quotas that we have to fill, and you don't fall into the right category. Literally told me because I'm white, I couldn't be accepted for the job. Not it is what it is. It, 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 it affirmative action was completely legal at the time. It was an accepted practice in Michigan, but yeah, now. Does that mean it's the same thing? Not not I mean, at all. Yeah. But I was denied a chance of a job because of who I am. So in a sense, I get it. I, I doesn't applied, make it right. I applied to be a cop right out of high school too, but they told me those three bank robberies were probably a, you know gonna gonna be a bugaboo for me. So that, you, that's my that's my bugaboo. So, but this was before Chris Carter, though, right? <laughs> you didn't have a fall guy. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you got to have a fall guy. <laughs> Okay, we still kept it happy and light, right? Still kept yeah, it happy absolutely. And light? All right, cool. dude. Hockey right. tonight? Yes, that's true. I'm excited. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't have much else this week. Oh, I brought something else fun. All right, let's do. Oh shit! I, you know what? Damn it! I messed up. Okay. What? You didn't mess up at all, yeah, I sir. Did. I did. I, I I messed up. Why? Because you don't have a trivia game? Yep. No, that's okay. Because you know, since I totally bailed on Twitter because it's nothing more than a cesspool of negativity. It really is, man. It's horrible. Yeah, I, it is. It's repulsive, is what it is. So I, I, I am happy. I'm Twitter free two weeks now. I've never been happier. 
Well, I mean, I've been happier. But I, you know I've what I mean. been saying for years, I, for like three years. The only reason I'm on Facebook is because of Messenger to friends. be able to communicate. Yeah, with, friends be to, and be able to communicate back and forth with people. And I'm even okay with people repro- or proposing and supporting their ideals and beliefs. The, I guess the part that really upsets me is that if my ideals and beliefs aren't exactly what yours are, I'm a piece of crap. And that, that that's gets, the problem. That gets frustrating. Yeah, I, I don't mind having conversations with people. I don't mind having conversations with people and with me and saying, you know what, I just don't agree with you. You know who them to me? And, but and I to will get give you angry a sh- with me is like, whoa. I'll whoa. give you a shining example. And we actually through social media. That's how we met him. Was Colby? I've had a few discussions about you know sensitive topics, but never once have I had a discussion with Colby, and it turns like you know ugly or you know I I, I give him. 100% credit because like I said we've had it's I've never not had just a discussion with him and it's it's awesome and it's if awesome. there was more of that going on things would be a lot better I think. that's what we're missing and and that's what the world needs to focus on instead of all this other crap like taking movies off of HBO Max for God's sakes but I won't even get into that shit storm so what I did Greg is I scoured Twitter for funny tweets okay so I've got some actually tweets that were literally, they're just that. They're just funny. Okay. But by no means am I going back to Twitter anytime soon. So how did you scour Twitter if you don't have a Twitter handle? Or well, the Twitter internet. Account? Okay, I got you. I just did a Google Fair search. Fair enough. I used right. Google to invade Twitter. Sweet. I went in through the back door like a ninja. You backdoored that shit. Uh. Yep. All right, so here's one. I, I, I won't even read who they're from and stuff, but the, these are just tweets that came off of Twitter, obviously. Yankee Doodle. Sticks a feather in his cap. This is called macaroni, right? Yeah. We've all heard that. Yankee Doodle's friend. All right, listen, man. We're worried about you. <laughs> I, what does that mean in, his, in I, that song? I'd like to stuck a feather in his cap and called it macaroni. Exactly. We're, we're worried about you. Like, what's going on, man? Yeah, because that's not macaroni, bro. That's a fucking feather. It's an acid trip is what it sounds like. Ooh. Yeah, getting a little too deep into Grandpa's cough medicine. <laughs> You're kicking, sipping back on... Exactly. And I think of that scene every time from Dumb and Dumber. Uh, here, here's a classic one that I think we can all relate to. I am sick of having to go to two different huts to buy pizza and sunglasses. <laughs> See, there are some good people on Twitter with some good stuff. Yeah. Here's a great one. NASA employee. Oh, hey, you guys are back early. Astronaut. Moon's haunted. NASA employee what astronaut loading a pistol and getting back on the rocket ship moon's haunted (laughs) I loved that one because you could visualize it yes you could guy getting out of the rocket ship yeah man moon's haunted moon's haunted I'm out um let's see me peeling a banana may I take your jacket lol co-worker also in the break room do you think other people can't hear you Asking a banana if you can take his jacket. I love it. Good stuff. Um, let's see. Here's another one. I hold a gender reveal party. All my relatives wait as I pull off the cake cover. The icing says, gender is a spectrum. It's too late. I have the PowerPoint up. <laughs> Just like, oh, no. Because nobody likes sitting through a PowerPoint. No. At all. They're trapped. Who likes sitting? When did this become cool? The gender reveal party. We have a party. I mean, it's out of control. Can we? I'm having a boy. Good for you. Let's move on. Sweet. Yeah. Basically, I, mean, I mean, yeah. I'm not going to lie. If we were having a kid, I'd probably do the same stupid shit. 
just because I'm I'm that dad. Remember? Yeah. Here we go. But how do you possibly embarrass them when they're still in the womb? <laughs> yeah. Or like having a birthday party when they turn one. They don't care. Just no. give them some give party's them some about, cake. That, that party's about you. Yeah, it's about you. That party's and, about you. And, and all that kid, kid cares about is the frosting. Yeah. Let's be honest. We had we had my son's first birthday party at a park, and we couldn't even get him to sit down to eat the cake. He yeah. was too busy running around having fun. Well, at that point, we're giddy parents. I mean, I yeah. get it. Because yeah. we did it too, so I, I can't say yeah, anything. Yeah, me too. Yeah. This one's good if you've seen the movie. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Therapist, what's wrong? Me. If I do the Borat voice one more time, she's going to divorce me. Therapist. And who told you that? Me. My wife. Tear, tearfully clears throat. Because <laughs> you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, my wife. My wife. Um, uh, yeah, a couple more. This one's really good, especially if you know any crazy cat people. How dare you call me mentally unstable on this, the day of my cat's quinceanera. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's uh so many good. <laughs> there are, there's 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 lots of fun stuff out there. Um, all right, last one. Here's one that's tw- the per- this person is tweeting at someone that their handle is at Paris Review. So is Paris any good or not? <laughs> <laughs> so there is some funny stuff on Twitter. You just unfortunately have to dig through all the bullshit to get to There's it. There's lots of funny stuff on Twitter, but sometimes it's just mean. Oh, yeah. The, and you know what? Yeah. I got to raise my hand because I'm a little bit of that. I, I got to that point, but I was just, I don't react well to stupidity. And, yeah. And, and that's what it really boiled down to. Agreed. But, so, yeah, there's my funny stuff. I like it. I'll take a break. Okay. Come back because I, I got a fun little mashup for you. Sure. That All works. Right. Okay. So, um, the wonderful people at Not Water Barbecue, that's Not Water with a K. Uh, have issued us and sent us some barbecue sauce. And we've been waiting on the barbecue sauce for a while. And I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, something. This is not your your dad's barbecue sauce. This stuff is absolutely, incredibly amazing. It's slap your mama good. It, it is. It's so it good is. that when your mom serves it, you're going to slap her and go, where did you get this? Yes. It's that good. It starts off sweet and ends with a with a bite but not a bite that's so hot you can't enjoy it it's 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 legitimately perfect it's it and i'm not saying this because they are our sponsor i'm saying this because this is legitimately one of the three best barbecue sauces that i have ever had in my life here's here's what i would like to see happen order it try it you use the discount code that they have on the website try it and give them your feedback and share it with us let us know that when you try it and if you need any justification on this? Go talk to Mr. Phil Eddie on Facebook. Yeah, that they they know <laughs> they know Phil by name at Not Water Barbecue. Phil is now like Norm at Not Water Barbecue. with a K. Uh, just put in another pretty sizable order that he texted yep. me. Um, all in all seriousness, this is the best barbecue sauce I have ever tasted, and this is where I will go to get my barbecue sauce from now on. Barbecue sauce, pepper sauce, the rub. They have some neat hats. They have some neat shirts. Um, and they've got more stuff coming for all the time, from what I understand. When we make our wings in the in the air fryer, which I love, by the way, yep. we put the rub on the wings, and then we mix that with the medium sauce. The medium, it, I, I can't even call it hot sauce because it, it's not hot, hot. It's got so it's got flavor like no other hot sauce you've ever tried. I agree. The medium is my absolute favorite. I can eat the hot and enjoy it. So there's that. 
I can eat the hot a little bit. I can't do hot stuff, spicy stuff, but the hot is is edible. But meat, the medium's my favorite. But I have to mix a little bit of mild in it. It tastes incredible, and that's what it is. It's like a hot sauce with flavor that you can enjoy eating and not have to worry about burning your face off. Go to notwaterbarbecue.com. That's K-N-O-T-W-A-T-E-R-B-B-Q.com. Enter in the code FIGHTING10, F-I-G-H-T-I-N-G-10. That's a one and a zero for 10% off your purchase. Thanks for your support. Also, they have shirts, hats. Take a look at their hats. Their hats, I can tell you, Greg and I both have them. Incredible quality. Very nice leather patch on the front. Uh, Four different colors. I think it's brown, dark blue, the baby blue. And I think there's like a gray. A gray, gray yes, a a gray. Excellent quality. I love the T-shirts. The T-shirts, the best thing about the T-shirt so far, doesn't shrink. No, it it does not shrink. Which is good because I'm fat. It's comfortable from all the barbecue sauce. From all the barbecue sauce. Order today. Okay, we're back. I did a little bit of research at the break. I've always wondered why he stuck a feather in his cap and he called it macaroni. Acid, Greg. He was on acid. Acid works. (laughs) <laughs> so what it was is this song was a pre-revolutionary war song originally sung by British military officers to mock the disheveled, disorganized colonial, air quotes, Yankees, with whom they served in the French and Indian War. By 1781, Yankee Doodle had turned from being an insult into being a song of national pride because those uh, disheveled, disorganized colonial Yankees kicked that ass Yes, that's what it was. They were making fun of uh, they were making fun of uh, the Americans because we didn't have the you know the niceties right that they had. We didn't have fancy were, red jackets because yeah, you were taking all that shit from us when you were charging us you know one point eight five thousand percent tax jackasses. Those red jackets made a nice target though. Yeah, it did. You know why they wore red jackets, right? Um, no, because it was harder for their enemies to see them if they'd been injured. They didn't show blood. That was why the Brits wore red. I mean, on that nice countryside oh, terrain, yeah. it, it sure, they might want to have gone back and rethunk that strategy. Battle, battlefield looked like Christmas no matter when <laughs> yeah, you were because of the right? green and the red. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't say it was, a, it was a good strategy. Yeah. I mean, that's why the French wear brown pants. Well, there, there was some, <laughs> if you go back and look, there were some pretty hideous colors worn in World War I, too. Oh. Which Nick alluded to, I think, in our Fourth of July episode last year, or somewhere along that in our history episode or something. But yeah, yeah. there were there were some that were like, "Why are you wearing that?" Yeah, it's so bad, yeah, so, it's so bad. bad. But um, yeah. So mash up this week. Let's do it. So far, my biggest news of the week that made me the happiest, aside from tonight's festivities, AMC is opening their doors yes, next they month. Are. Mid- yes, they are midway, like fifteenth or so. Mm-hmm. Um, AMC is coming back. Almost all of their locations will be opening, and this was just news to my ears because I've been saying it: like you're going to go dead if you don't open your doors. Open your doors, at least start getting money in and bring, getting people back. Yeah, you notice they're waiting until like the week before Tenet comes out. Smart move, though, if you ask me, because well, now they, they have to because there's nothing coming out. There's yeah, you're right. There's nothing coming out, but that also gives a good month for right now. To market the hell out of tenant, and it, it's going to have its crowd no matter what, just because of Christopher Nolan. I know we're all going to see it, um, but yeah, but market the heck out of it. And it, I'm sure, I'm hoping that they are going through strategies of, hey, maybe we'll bring back Endgame and Infinity War for a you know a, a limited run where you you can watch them, or 
Um, another thing that I would love to, and we've had this discussion already, but maybe how awesome would it be if they brought back Avatar in 3D and Dolby? Yeah, I'd go see that in a heartbeat just to see the just to see that again on a big screen. Yeah, it would be cool. But um, I, or even if they gave like people the option, or they threw a bunch of different things out, you know what I mean? I, I don't know how that would work, but because I you'd have to have the licensing re- agreement. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure that those studios aren't going to turn away money from you know people coming back to see it again. They've done it before anniversaries and stuff like that. They have Blues Brothers scheduled to be playing in August for the 40th anniversary. Which I will definitely go see that, but I'll go with you. I don't by any means think they're going to open their doors with no movies playing on their screens. Yeah, uh, they wanted to. Okay, so I knew that we were going to talk about this this week, so I did a little bit of research because I saw something in the news regarding AMC this week that blew my mind, and I wanted to know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're getting set up for July seventeenth is Tenet. Okay, and oh, excuse me, and it looks like July twenty fourth is going to be Mulan. So even though they had said, and we had talked about how they're going to release it on digital, uh, it looks like it is coming to the theaters. Thank God. So, but uh, th- that's but, awesome. But, but it, it it could change next week. Who, yeah, who yeah, the fuck knows. Yeah. Okay. So, AMC wants to reopen because they have lost. They are expected to announce that they are going to have lost two point four billion dollars with a B with a B yep. during this. Um, quarantine, lockdown, whatever right. you want to call it. We'll just call it the shit show. Yeah. So I dug into that That's because I'm like, money. I'm like, how the fuck do you lose $2.4 billion when you're not even open, right? Well, you've said it from day one. You didn't lose it. You just weren't making it. No, they've lost it. Okay. They, and I had mentioned this before, what happens is when a company does something like this, they're constantly building these bigger, newer theaters all over the place because they're having to compete mm-hmm. and they're not paying them off. They're carrying this credit. Are you aware that AMC Theaters lost $190 million in the fourth quarter of 2019? No. They lost 190 How do you... Lack of big movies, aside from Rise of Skywalker. But, but they still lost $190 million. I get it. I can't, I can't get a $2,300 loan, but they're allowed to lose. It, they better be careful, because if you're losing, if you're losing money... In a quarter that has a Star Wars movie with it, and all the—I mean, there were some, there were some very big movies last year, and and the box unac- office pretty unacceptable, really. <laughs> yeah, a hundred and ninety million dollars. Right. Um, and now you just lost two point four billion. So in the last six months, you've lost two point two point six two point six five billion dollars. How are you gonna make that back? They were forced to close. I mean, it, it, it's not I, like they were just sitting oh, back, I, I understand shit in the that, bed, but. You know what you? If but you, last year, if you've I see got what you're to saying. do, if you've got to do that kind of money to break even, you need to rethink your business strategy a little bit because this too many e- locations. You well, think? this economy ain't going to run like this forever. Eventually, there's going to be a downtick. Well, I mean, and that's the thing. Unfortunately, before this, the economy was running arguably the best it ever has, it and had, then it was, and it's 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 coming back. But what I mean is, is that you can't expect it to go thirty years like that while you're just constantly just. Let's build a new theater. Because there's going to be ups and downs. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I get you. That it's well. The answer to that, Greg, is you're not a multi-billion-dollar in- yeah, industry no, I either. Know. I just I'm amazed that I'm amazed that you go through a Christmas season because the two the two seasons are Christmas and 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 summer, and they lost 190 million through Christmas. Yeah, which is crazy. You're right. It's. Maybe if your popcorns weren't eighteen dollars, I'd buy more of them. Yeah, you know that's the problem. That's where the theater makes all its money. I know, but don't you think? You'd Which sell I more never if it knew. Cost less. Well, 
I'm I'm with you. I, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you in right. any way. Right. Keeping everything happy and positive. That's right. Yeah. I never knew that. I, I didn't know that. Um, the theaters, the bulk of their revenue was from souvenir, not souvenirs, concessions. It, I mean, now it makes more sense to me why that shit is so marked up because that's where they make all their money, most of their money. Right. It's it's no different than, um, and I, only because I worked in the car business, dealerships make the majority of their money off used cars and service repairs. Of course. It's not their new cars. Right. In fact, if dealerships could sell just used cars and do service and not sell new cars, they would, but they have to sell those new cars. To keep the dealer license. Correct. The 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 agreement between the movie theaters and the and the the and the movie companies is the movie theaters get a cut of the ticket sales after a certain point. Sure. Okay. And that depends on the distribution and the movie company. And the reason that they do that is because the movie companies a are greedy. All right. Oh, hundred percent. And and they they know that when Avengers comes out, the first five weeks it's going to be big. Right. Madhouse. Right. But the longer that the theaters are willing to keep it in the theater, the more money potentially that the movie studio can make too. Mm-hmm. But the downside is is that a movie that comes out that does $130 million now could have a $70 million opening weekend. That movie's only popular for three weeks. Nobody wants to go see it in, in five weeks well, look when at they Endgame. get their cut. If you look at Endgame, it was in the theaters. It felt like for damn near four months. It was in there because a long time. It was in the theater almost darn near up until the time it got released on video. Right. But let's let's take a movie like Bad Boys for Life. But that's out of the ordinary. I, 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 I understand that. I think Bad Boys for Life made a hundred and sixty something million domestically, mm-hmm. but I think it made like a hundred and twenty five or a hundred and twenty eight of it in its first three weeks. Oh yeah. Back it, back remember back when we used to do the, the, the box office each week? <laughs> yeah. Back back in the day. But if your agreement with that distribution company is you don't get money until after the fifth week. You it's, can't you can't keep that movie in the theater because nobody's going to see it. But you want to keep the movie in the theater because that's the only way. I you know what I eh. it it's it's a weird industry. It, it, it really, really is. It really it, is. Well, actually, I shouldn't even say weird. It's confusing. And it's and it's well, you know what? It's a lot like royalties for songs. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. You TV know? shows. Yeah, TV shows, stuff Reruns. like that, uh, syndication, all that crap. Uh, I I think that you're going to see some massive changes come about in the in the theater industry in the next two years, especially with what Trolls did and going digital, and the fact that AMC has now lost two point four billion dollars in three months. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I mean, that's like Congress pissed something away on a hammer money. Yes, for sure. Um, also, keeping things light and happy, although this movie wasn't light and happy. I watched the animated Justice League Dark Apocalypse movie, just because you know. Because DC animated movies kick ass. That and lack of other new movies to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's something that I'd wanted wanted to see, so I watched it. And the description that I read about it, it was 100% accurate. The nightmare sequence in Batman versus Superman, where Superman's like this soldier or whatever, the whole movie is that. Okay. It, it takes, it, and it was, again, it, it does not disappoint for a DC animated movie. It's crazy. Pretty much every DC superhero you can think of is in this, and a lot of them get brutally killed. It's it's rated R. It is a dark, violent, but very well done movie. Is this the one you were talking about a couple of weeks ago where you said people get ripped in half? Yes. Okay, so it's I thought yes. it was dark. I didn't realize it was dark apocalypse. There are some glorious deaths in this in this by Darkseid. Nice. Um, who will be in the Snyder Cut for Justice League? Um, Hawkman gets his wings completely just ripped off of his shoulders. Um, he sucks anyway. 
bitch. Yeah. Fly harder. Um, <laughs> the, I mean, what are you doing, Hawkman? Yeah. What, what are you doing here? What are we doing? What are we doing? Um, just it was just a cool movie. It, okay. it really was because you you see that and it's like God damn if the Justice League has a fraction of this in there, which supposedly it will. Um, it just made me want to see it even more, and maybe it it made me want to go back and rewatch BVS again for sure, the extended version. Um, so there's that. When you watch it, you will like it. I've and, never watched. I've never watched a DC animated movie that I didn't like. Yeah, didn't and that says wanna, a lot. You want to know one of my least favorites? Believe it or not, is the Killing Joke. Yeah, it's. I didn't it's, like it. It's short. A lot. It, it's it's short. Um, it's it's a different story. It, it's a one off. It it's you know it's still. One of the most popular Batman and Joker story arcs, and it's just a one-off sh- story, is what it is, and it's. I just said that cool. I did. I just said that I didn't like it. It was good. It was worth watching. I didn't understand where they were coming from with it because that was not the story that I had always heard. Right. But it, I was a little surprised by it. I, let me say that I did like it. I own it. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, Stop yawning, bitch. Dude, I know. We're entertaining I, people here. I'm Fuck. so wound up from being so excited to skate tonight that I think it's catching up to me until I actually get to the rink. But we'll see. Um, the next thing is, which I'm actually watching right now on my phone while we do this, the PS5 reveal is happening as we speak. Okay. Um, these graphics are just otherworldly is the, is the best way to describe it. They're, they're giving scenes and clip shots and trailers of games that are coming out. Uh, the first one that I saw when we were taking our little break was Hitman that comes out in January. Um, this PS5 is just I, it it's going literally it's going to be the next thing in gaming obviously but it seems like with every console that comes out we say how can it get any better this is insane the, some of these graphics like they showed for Hitman which is a great series fun cuz you got to think mm-hmm. it, it's a smart game cuz I've never played a Hitman game it's They're PS only PS4 PlayStation only right I believe so yeah, yeah. it's PlayStation exclusive but uh Hitman is one of those games where you you just don't run in guns a blazing. You have to blend in and you have to figure out smart ways to kill your target. There was a game that I played on um, on uh, the older. It was PlayStation Two, I think it was, and it was I can't remember the name of it, but that it was like that. It was uh, you were a sniper, kind of a sniper, but yep. it wasn't Ghost Recon. It was Splinter Cell. Eh, it wasn't. I don't think it was Tom. One Clancy. of the Tom Clancy was, games. Was, no, it wasn't. It was oh, something it wasn't. different. Okay. But I, it'll it'll come to me. But uh, I I kind of enjoyed those games. Yeah. Look at the water in that video. The, I mean, j- the the detail alone that in these graphics. Yeah, this game's gonna be a. This system's gonna be a beast. Every blade of grass. I mean, everything. It's. You'll see. Just look it up. I'm sure it'll be by the time you're listening to this. If you play PlayStation, you will have already seen it and gone to YouTube. But. It. It, you just can't even describe it. It, right. it looks insane. So we got that to look forward to. And um, that's pretty much it. Season four of Call of Duty finally released today after a week's delay for obvious reasons. Understandable, but it's finally out. And um, I'm sure I will have plenty of Call of Duty in my future in the next few days. I did see um, a press release about how uh, the next season, not this season that just launched, but the next season for mm-hmm. Call of Duty... They're going to take the guns away from everybody because they don't want to. Uh, <laughs> they're going to follow in we're Warner Brothers' have systems. super soakers. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. They don't want to. They don't want to glorify gun violence. Oh my god! Just again, just check out that detail. It's just crazy. And again, you, 
if you're yeah. listening, you will have already seen it by then. But I'm just I'm blown away by some of the highlights from some of these games that are coming out for the PS5. How do they do it? How do they do it? Technology. You know what? This this sounds stupid, but a hundred times faster than the PS4. A hundred times faster. I'm drive. I'm doing something today. I think I was driving back from the job site, and I was just drenched in sweat. I'm I'm just dying, and I got my radio. And I my, my I have an older van. I have a 2009 van, so the radio in it is doesn't work that good. One of the speakers doesn't work. It doesn't have Bluetooth. I don't have. Excuse me. I don't have. Um, an audio jack or anything. So I have my DeWalt, my, I have Bane, um, my radio that... I love the that, fact that I named it. That broke my coccyx. Um, I lay it down in between the two seats, and I just t- I tap into that with my phone. It broke your what? My coccyx. And uh, <laughs> I, I listen to Bluetooth on that, and I'm just driving, I'm thinking, God, there's... I'm sending something through a, a, a radio wave that's going to a piece of plastic that has circuits in it that we make that then plays music. It's technology is just crazy and it's always getting better. Mm-hmm. It's just the now here's my question. How come we don't have flying cars yet? Seriously? Seriously. Um, I I cannot answer that. Remember question. how many movies we saw when we were kids? I know. Where are my fucking flying cars? I know. Hey, listen, baby steps, dude. We just got UFOs are real, so okay. <laughs> baby steps. All right. My favorite comparison of technology. Pick any smartphone that you have today has more technology than the moon lander. Oh, yeah. That's insane to me. Yeah, the size of the computers that they had in Houston at NASA People where they were doing all this stuff for literally, the size of rooms. literally went to the moon with less technology than you have in your phone. Mm-hmm. Nuts. Nuts. Science is awesome, man. It is. It's science, awesome. is, science is awesome. So that's all I got. Okay. Want to get to our list? Yeah, let's do the list. All right. I apologize. I did not have the triple trivia this week. I completely forgot. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me, but... To you know. quote the great poet, Greta Thunberg, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? You've stolen my youth, Greg. <laughs> I'm going to steal something else in a minute. <laughs> Your face! <laughs> All right. Okay. So we're going to, again, we, we're building up to the 4th of July, so yes. every every month, every week in June will be a Mount Rushmore of... And we will tell you what they are. Last week was hockey. This week was baseball. Next week is college football. And the Ugh. following week is pro football. All right. Um, and then we were going to have, um, hopefully, we're going to get some people together uh, for the 4th of July episode. And the first half of the show, we'll be discussing um, the Mount Rushmores of everybody that we took. So it'll be like, who's better? You know, like Wayne Gretzky or, you know, uh, some of, uh, putting them all sure. together. Um, and then the second half of the show, Mike had a really good idea that we're gonna we're gonna do. Hopefully, we can get Richard and Nick and some other people involved. In, we'll just have to get to that. But um, today is baseball. Yeah, I had to dig deep. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, and I'll tell you why. And it's not fair, but since the Tigers have been absolute dog shit for the better part of I don't know what five, six, seven years, um, I just don't care about baseball anymore. I've lost my love for baseball completely. And it surprised me that when I started prepping for this, how much baseball I've forgotten in players and names and er- not eras, but like events and yeah. s- significant stuff that's happened over the course of baseball for the past 20 years. Well, let's talk about baseball itself for just a but second. But I did the work, Greg. Baseball, baseball is a slower game. <laughs> It is okay. It's it's a slower game. It is. It, there's there's not the action in baseball. I mean, you can literally. Uh, I have literally gone and watched a Rays game at Tropicana Field, and I like baseball. I like watching it live, but it's boring because the final score was two to one. You know what I yeah. mean? 
You could have a pitcher's duel. You could you you might be lucky enough to go see a game and it be eighteen to seventeen. It, it, it's any, just a different game. Anything can happen. Right. Um. I think baseball has lost a little bit of its nostalgia because the other sports have come up and we do have twenty four seven coverage now. Uh, baseball is a long season. To me, it's longer than hockey, and it's more it's 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 more drawn out than hockey because, like we said last week, you get three maximum three hockey games a week from your team, but you could literally watch the Rays play fourteen days in a row, and you, you really could. The player personalities and their contract disputes are not helping either. Yeah, but I mean that doesn't have anything and to do I with know what happened in the last couple of years eh, and things like well, that. Well, I mean, th- there's some of them. It's like enough, like this. Like we just talked about a few weeks ago, the guy from the Rays is like, well, I'm not taking a pay cut even though it's a you know shortened season or there's no fans and the league's going to lose money. I'm going to get mine. Like, well, okay. You know, there's families starving to death that don't have jobs right now because of what happened. Yeah. So go fuck yourself. Yeah. Also, if you don't like playing baseball, you can go work at Walmart because I'm sure you're more than qualified for that. Yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah. There, you know what? You could be a skee-ball instructor. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, now... Having said that, I really like baseball. I played a lot of baseball when I was a kid, and and I was going to say to you, I see where you're coming from with the, with not being a Tigers fan, but you have the tendency to shut down on something when it. When, oh, I will shut it down completely. Yeah, right, like my team. You should you should not shut down baseball just because your team sucks. There's still some really good baseball players out there that are fun to watch and stuff. I, you know what I mean? So you're right. And it, granted, it may not be fair, but you know what? I don't do that for hockey. Like no, you it, don't. It's, it's you're different. Right. I, I'm still all in on hockey, even though my team sucks balls right now. Right. But at the same at the same time, there was a better part of 25 years where my team was almost at the top for the majority of the time. So yeah. there's ups and downs, and I've had that with the Tigers. Magli Ordonez hitting that home run against the A's that put him in the World Series. I mean, there's been some amazing times in Tiger history that, you know, I grew up there, for God's sakes. I spent the better part of my childhood at old Tiger Stadium in the bleachers. Right. Um, it's not that I hate it. It's just I've just grown away from it because, one, because, like I just said, they, they've been garbage for so long. But at the same time, it's not – that exciting of a sport the majority of the time it's not it really isn't yeah but i will i will stand behind 100 percent. i think the hardest thing in sports to do is to hit a round ball with a round bat and make it go straight yeah it's i know that i've never played hockey and i know there's a and and, and there's a lot of things about hockey that are really hard but mm-hmm. i mean with what those pitchers can do with that ball and it traveling 99 miles an hour and being to round ball around bat it's tough it's I'll, tough. i'll say this they're comparably tough Hockey and baseball? The, the ability it takes to do stuff with a slap shot and to, to do those one-timers and the the stuff compared to what pitchers do with the – yeah, in hitters. I think they're comparably – they're both extremely hard Listen, to do. Listen, I've hit a hockey puck with a hockey stick. It's really not that hard. Yeah. Standing up was a little harder. <laughs> <laughs> There's always that. Okay. Uh, I don't want to talk about him a lot, but I have to we, – what we did was we did our top pitcher, our top catcher – our top hitter, our top infielder, and our top outfielder. Right? That's what we did? Yes. Okay. I have to mention someone here because he didn't fit in with what we – what we. I couldn't make it work with what he was going to do. I, I was going to put him in a category, but then we changed the categories a little bit. I don't care what anybody thinks about Pete Rose, 
but he should be in the discussion as one of the greatest baseball players of all time. 100%. Period. Will not disagree. He did not make my list on any of the five because of the way it worked out, and I had to give the nod to somebody else. But what that guy did, I don't give a shit that he bet on baseball. I mean, I do. It, it kind of sullied the game. It doesn't do anything to, dis- to disbar what he did on the field. Zero. The guy started out at first base and then went and played in the outfield. He's got 4,200 hits or something. I, Still league leader in hits, isn't he? Uh, yes, he owns he owns the record, yes. and he probably always will. Correct. He probably always will. Now, having said that, I, I think it's kind of he should have just come clean. I don't think he deserves he deserves a, a bar for life. Correct. But, you know, whatever. Um, and the I reason think, I agree with you one thousand percent, he never did anything illegal to enhance his performance on the field. Well, there's some. Pe- let's talk about that real quick too. Let's because t- that's a that's a big thing about steroids. Everybody is mad at people like Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and, and Barry Bonds because they took steroids. Not mad at them. The crazy thing they is... They just did it. You, you are aware that there was zero rules in baseball about not using steroids. I get it. Did they cheat? Well, if you don't break a rule, do you cheat? Well, Sosa and McGuire is up for debate because it was illegal, but the biggest thing was there in the, the conspiracy theories. They had, theories they had already form. done it. it. They were doing it. Baseball was aware of it, but baseball was also coming off a really bad time where they were trying to get fans back, and they're like, eh, yeah, just let them go. And there's also a lot of guys that use the steroids, but they didn't use the steroids to get huge like Consenco and Growth McGuire hormones, did. Recovery. They did the recovery, and Palmero was one of those, and, and Clemens was one of those, Roger right. Clemens. And you know what? I think that leagues need to step back and look at that. It because, needs to be reevaluated. Yeah, I agree. Because if it's just a healing thing, and it's not making you jump eight feet higher, well, what I mean... That's like saying, hey, you can't take this new drug that, that let me dumb helps it, with... Let, let me dumb it down for you. Please. Because I'm good at that. <laughs> you have, I think you have two separate categories of let's, drugs, for lack of a better term. If you have one category that is all about enhancing and giving you superior ability or strength or speed or whatever, that should be out. Agreed. 100%. You have a second category, which has gotten to be more and more popular for... Recovering from injuries or um, just preventing injuries as opposed to enhancing your current ability. And I think the growth hormones is what comes into that as far as, you know, if you're trying to recover from an injury, it just helps you heal faster. It's not necessarily turning you into the Hulk. It's just, you know, if you can recover from, say, an injury, a tear in two weeks as opposed to six. Yes. Is that really a bad thing? Well, that's that. Considering that's your livelihood, see, that is the reason that they don't allow them because you can go into the gym and really tear it up, and you use these drugs, and what they do is the HDHs help you recover faster. Yeah, I, so, I get it. And when it's, you build muscle, you tear it. But but you know what? Someone like a pitcher, wouldn't they be better if they cut recovered faster? Anyway, we're not saying that they should be able to pitch on three days rest now. Right. But all these not pitchers, with how hard they're throwing. Yeah, all these pitchers that are constantly tearing arms up and stuff maybe if they were healing faster that wouldn't i don't know yeah i'm not a doctor but listen i don't hold it against anybody from that era because if baseball knew and didn't do anything about it and b didn't have a rule against it in my book you're you're not cheating can't argue with you you know now now today if you do it i will say this I I really like that if baseball catches you cheating, they fuck you. The, you and, yeah. get hammered. Not like, well, you know what? Yeah, you get you have to sit out two games in the NFL. These guys miss a half a season. Yeah, it, it's 80, yeah, it, 82 games for your first offense. And it's they're 
it, what it seems like they're aggressively heading toward a zero to- tolerance policy. Which, and honestly, that's the only way to get rid of it. I agree. If zero zero tolerance. Now that's where it comes into because then they're going to appeal. Well, this isn't for that. That's where baseball has to figure out their drug policy. What's allowed? What isn't? Make it crystal clear to the players going into a season, and then go from there. So there you I go. I agree. So we can get back to our list. Okay, but I um, agree with you one hundred percent. I I want I want to hear your pitcher first. We don't have to go into, but I I I've had a hard time. I've got three on my list, so I want to see if you pick one of them. Mine was without even thinking about it. Nolan Ryan. Okay. I I I can't I can't reasonably sit back and think of a picture a picture a pitcher worthy of saying who's the greatest pitcher of all time in putting him over Nolan Ryan. Yeah, what's, now, that, say, what's that say right there? Oh, no, uh, Ryan. Yeah. Look at that. I, I just <laughs> – now, granted, I am not a baseball expert by any means. I, my stuff is basically limited to general knowledge and everything that happened in the city of Detroit. I know quite a bit about but baseball. everybody knows who Nolan Ryan is. Yep. Um, Nolan he Ryan – He whooped the shit out of a guy that charged the mound – Oh yeah, and he was a, considered an old man and whooped that kid's ass. Now, <laughs> here's here's the thing: I there's a lot of stats that go on on pitchers. Yep. Okay. Um, Baseball's all stats. Yeah, it is. It really is. You know, you have your win loss, you have your ERA, innings pitch. You know, blah blah blah. No, Nolan Ryan's career record was three hundred and twenty four and two ninety two. Nolan sure. Ryan played on a lot of shitty teams, but if a pitcher pitches good pitches but guys hit the ball and your fielders can't make plays even if it's not an error it could be you know you overran it or you weren't you your jump wasn't good enough or you know they they just destroyed your third baseman that day I, I don't think a pitcher you know I know that the ERA is supposed to compensate for that but a, a guy that doesn't make an error there's lots of times that a play a, a play doesn't happen and it's not an error he just doesn't get there or whatever I think the the number one thing that a pitcher can do to help himself out uh, and be a good pitcher is a strikeout, right? Uh, because with, I, I, as a pitcher, if there's one ability that I would want more than anything, it's right. a strikeout. Because I don't care if you can make them hit ground balls because people can still flood ground balls, and, and I would rather have the ball not be in play. Nolan Ryan had 5,714 strikeouts. He's the all-time leader in strikeouts. He had seven no-hitters, seven no-hitters. I'm I'm making the case for your guy. Um, I that's why because I I had a I had a really hard time trying to pick Nolan Ryan. Played on a lot of shitty teams mm-hmm. and played like 21 years. Like he was 42 years old throwing that ball 100 miles an hour. Just badass. And that's the one thing that I think pitchers, good thing or a bad thing, you can look at. It's all you, man. You ain't, ain't nobody gonna. You, you can't blame anybody for giving up a home run. Or get more credit for a strikeout. That's right. Than you. If you leave that curveball hanging, you, man. if you leave that curveball hanging, that's it's, your fault. Yeah. If if that doesn't break and you just you serve it up on a platter, that is all square on your shoulders. And and that's kind of one of the unique things about pitchers is it's all them. Always. Like it's your all, your guys can back you up and make good plays, but you know if you're if you're throwing them some sauce and it's right down the middle and it's gone, I mean yep. that's on you. Yeah. Okay, um, I know that there were a lot of great pitchers in early days of baseball, but I think that the guys that pitch in the last 30 years have a significantly harder road to go down because of the talent of hitters. Oh, with the advancement of yeah. athletics in general, yes. I, I, I agree. I, um, 
I could not pick between these three, so I'm going to make the pick of one right now, and I'm going to mention the other guy. I'm who's gonna, your Who's your three? I'm going to uh, Randy Johnson. I'm gonna, is, is, is one of them. I'm going to guess who you picked. Okay, go ahead. Who, who did I pick? Oh no, no, I thought you had three. I was going to guess who. Oh, who, well, Nolan Ryan was one. Okay, Randy Johnson was one, and Roger Clemens is the other. Okay, I'm going to go with Roger Clemens. Yeah, and the reason I'm going to go with Roger Clemens is just because of uh, Randy Johnson was incredible. Uh, you know, he was a freak of nature. They said that he took almost eight feet off the the from when he would throw the ball because he was so tall and lanky mm-hmm. that his release was so much closer that it was hard. And he threw in a hundred mile an hour. But I I'm I'm gonna I I'm gonna go with Roger Clemens and I'm gonna go with it for this reason. He was three fifty four and one eighty four, which is pretty damn good. He had a three twelve lifetime ERA. He had forty six hundred and seventy two strikeouts. In forty nine hundred and sixteen innings pitched, but here's where here's where we get down to it. He won seven Cy Young awards. Yeah, he won seven ERA awards championships. He was the American League MVP, and he has five strikeout championships. Now, that's not a homer pick because he was with Boston because most of his career he was with Toronto and the Yankees, and right. I fucking hate the Yankees. Yeah, but there was something about a guy that could do what he did. It almost felt like no matter who Clemens was playing or when he was playing, he had the ability to put the ball right where he wanted it, mm-hmm. which was another guy that I left with Tom Glavin, was it, had that ability. Right. But Glavin played on stacked teams. Oh, those Braves teams yes. were unreal. That, I, you couldn't, there was no hole. So uh, I, I got to go with Roger Clemens. Fair. Um, now, he has a star next to his name. Of course. But That's why I didn't put him on my list. Yeah. But, I mean, career versus career. I mean, Nolan Ryan all day. Yeah, I probably would have picked Nolan Ryan if you didn't. Just pure because. pitching ability. Yeah, that, that's all. I mean, Clemens was a flamethrower. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I'm just, but Nolan Ryan, look, look what he did, and he he looked like a math teacher on horrible teams. On horrible teams. On horrible teams, and he did look like a math teacher. Yeah, he absolutely. Roger, did. Roger Clemens looked like a math teacher towards the end of his career. Yeah, <laughs> looked like he looked like still looked like someone that whoops some ass in a bar fight. I probably would. Yeah, he probably would. All right. Uh, do you want to go? Or you want me to go? Go ahead. All right, I'll go catcher. All right. This was a hard one because Yogi Berra was a badass. Mm-hmm. But I went with Mike Piazza. Can't poo-poo that at all. I I know that a catcher is not supposed to be a hitter, but when you can gun down guys that are stealing second base and third base. See, I picked catcher based on catching. I, I Kind of like our defenseman di- yep. uh, discussion. I went on catchers. I, I agree. But the, the reason that I picked Piazza was not only could he do that, but he could hit the ball. Oh yeah, yeah. And when you have a catcher that can do that, that puts it like like Buster Posey mm-hmm. is is one of them nowadays. One of the things that have been killing the Rays for years is their catcher is garbage. Just would just put him number nine. You know, right? Piazza, Piazza. I, I could not find his defensive stats, but he there's a number that they have now called WAR. Yep, it, and I I don't know it. It's, but it's relatively new, if I'm not he, mistaken. He's got the second highest war of all starting catchers, mm-hmm. and it has something to do with the number of runs that are allowed that you can. It's it's crazy, but it's right. a stat that they, everybody based on. But he had a 308 career batting average as a catcher. Wow, he had a 377 on base percentage. He had uh, he had a 545 slugging percentage, which means the slugging percentage is it's the percentage of your hits that go for extra bases. Meaning it's it's it's. Of all your hits, that's the percentage that are home runs, triples, and doubles. So over half of his hits were not singles, which is right. fucking crazy. 
He had 427 home runs. He had 1,335 RBIs, which is really what you're looking for out of your catchers to smack runs home. And he played at a seriously high level for like 14 years, which yeah. is odd for a catcher. Uh, even when he went to the Dodgers, mm-hmm. after he left the Mets, the guy was still... Right. That was, that's my catcher. Uh, mine is... I, I didn't do stats. Uh, that's fine. It, it, because to, to me, like you, you start ripping off all these stats and it's going to... like. 10 players worth of stats is going to give you a headache. So I, I didn't do stats. I That's just fine. I just went off recognition and um, memory of how good they were. Okay. And my catcher is a mirror image of what Piazza is. And I again, if I'm willing to bet if you look up stats and compare them, pretty damn close. Um, and that's Pudge Rodriguez. Oh, I, that was my number two. Single-handedly put the Tigers on the map as World Series contenders and appearance. Um when Pudge came to the Tigers, we lost our collective shit. That was one of the best signings we went in a long time. Absolutely bonkers because Pudge was still in his prime and came to the Tigers, and that's when the onslaught of talent started coming. But that's when I finally got to sit and you know and watch him on a regular basis as a catcher in his snap throw to first base. Oh, he's he's was incredible. Undeniable. Yeah. It, it was insane. And he was he looked like a goddamn killer back there. I mean, the the look on his face, the ang- I'm just using this as a term, the anger at which it looked like he threw with in his throw to second base, it was unstoppable. It was a, insane. He, and and he was just as good when he was with the Rangers as well. And that's the other thing. He had he was an all-star when he was with and I'm, I, again, I'm assuming I think he was an all-star when he was with the Rangers. He was. That's why he made so much money when and he was with the Tigers. And that's why it was such a big deal that he came to the Tigers, but as a as a pure catcher, Pudge was unreal. He was to, to watch. He absolutely and, and, was. And, and of course, I'm, because if he wasn't with the Tigers, I wouldn't have seen him on a regular basis as much as we did. It was it was unreal to watch him catch. It was more fun to watch him catch. Than, and he was still a good hitter, but he was he, a he was an incredible hitter. He caught. It was just fun to watch him catch because of the way he played. And he had it, the it ability was awesome. to call a very good game. Is it's just yes. unreal. So yeah. yeah, it was it was an e- but Piazza, yes, right there at one A one B. I can't I can't argue with Pudge either. And I, like yeah. I said, I I went back and forth and back and forth. And I I think that the reason that I went with Piazza was because I think Piazza had I think Pudge might have been better, but Piazza had a more sustained run. You know what I mean? Longer time. Yeah, because I think. I think Pudge had like 11 years where he was really good, and then his knee started to give out, and he became. But when Piat when Pudge was in his prime, I would I would say he was probably a better catcher than Piazza. Yeah, two instant Hall of Famers. Agreed, without a doubt. Good call. Okay, uh, so then we went with Slugger, right? And you mean just hitter? Yeah, or power hitter? Power hitter. Power hitter. Okay. I. Mine was tough. I have three. I didn't want to pick this guy. I didn't because. I, I do think he's overrated, but as I looked and looked and looked and looked, I found out that he's not as overrated as I thought he was. And you didn't pick I, Melonhead, did you? I had to go with Babe Ruth. Oh, okay. No, yeah, dude. I mean... <sighs> Drink beer, smoke cigars, hit home runs. It's tough to deny. Well, I mean... I just stayed away from it because it was so long ago. Right. Here's Here's the thing about that. He played... In an era where it was, I think, probably a little bit easier to hit home runs because, the, and a little bit harder because the spitball was legal and all that stuff. But this guy, I mean, he hit 714 home runs. He hit 136 triples. He hit Babe Ruth. That fat, 
he apparently he could run. He had a career batting average of 342. That is that's like contact. That's like Ted Williams numbers. It's I, I crazy. Did, I didn't want to I didn't want to pick him because there are other guys out there that have just crushed a lot of home runs and that I've seen, but I I mean, he's he's the babe for a reason. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I don't know what else to say. Um, I probably had a little bit of animosity in my heart towards him because he was a Yankee, but you know what? All the great players were Yankees back then because all the great players ended up on the Yankees. Yeah. It's just it, how it was. Plus, it was it was just so long ago. He started out as a pitcher and then turned it turned into an outfielder, so obviously he had some wheels. Right. But, I mean, I, I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Felt I owed it to him. I get it. <laughs> um, I I could not. I have three power hitters. Give me all three. All three. First Let me guess. One, Let me guess. Let me guess. The one's one is obvious. Barry Bonds. No. Okay. Um, his name escaped me. Go ahead. One's a homer pick. Miguel Cabrera. Okay. Dude puts balls in orbit. Yeah, he does. That's all there is to it. Yeah, he does. Um, just go watch highlights. I mean, he moonshots. Miles. Moonshots. Miles. Was Mark McGuire one? Nope. Wow, I I stayed away from the from the drug era. Okay, I, it, it, again, right or wrong, it it doesn't. I'm I'm just going off guys that did it, and there was no that there was no trail of you know being involved with that stuff yep. at, at all. But um, Frank Thomas, oh my god, it's called the big hurt for God's sakes. Yeah, moonshots uh, again. It, it, just if he got a hold of it, you, you could almost put Ortiz in that same class. Dude, these guys are so big that if they connect on it, it's gone the minute they hit it. And Frank Thomas was just, he was screwing for me, I'm sure, from Chicago. But, man, when he hit a ball, it was just something. Um, and another one that kind of is off the radar, but, you know, one of the home runs he hit measured at 511 feet is Jim Tomey. Absolute beast that of a guy, hitter. That guy had such an arc on his bat. He could get such incredible bats, bat speed, which is what it's about. It's not about strength. It's about bat speed. Right. You got to be strong to get that bat Faster speed. Faster it's yes. going, the farther it's going. Yeah, but man. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I, I, those three, and only Jim Tomey, because again, Chicago for a while, so I saw him quite a yep. bit. And the but Indians. He put out some, uh, he put one out of Comerica Park onto the sidewalk in uh, right center field. No, the statues are in left, right center field. And it was, it's crazy. Yeah. I felt really bad not picking Hank Aaron because I there was some things I didn't know about Hank Aaron. You know, I mean Barry Bonds holds the record. In fairness, in any of these categories, could right, be ten players. Right. Um Barry Bonds holds the record, but he had like two or three seasons where he hit like seventy plus home runs. Mm-hmm. Aaron did it, but he hit never hit more than like forty four home runs. Right. So he did it and he had and he holds has seven hundred and forty two as I think is what Aaron had. Right. Um and and of course you know, was a big deal because you know he was black, and, yeah, and and made that made that mark and right. But I, I felt bad not having Hank Aaron, but I made up for it with my outfielder. Don't feel bad. Let's just say he's on the list. He is on. The he's list. on the list. I have to put him there. There you go. I made up for it with my outfielder. See, see how I fixed it. Thanks, buddy. He's on the list. You know, we should discuss this. I uh, my outfielder. I had six or seven down here that I really wanted to put on here, and Pete Rose was one of them. But I went with Willie Mays. Yeah, I knew that was going to come. In. I. All of my stuff's just more current. That's all. I, no, it's fair enough. Well, I tried to compare what they actually did. Willie Mays, he won two MVPs. He won 12 gold gloves. He had a lifetime batting average of 302. He had 660 home runs. He had 1,903 RBIs. 
3,283 hits. Plus, he's made what's probably the most iconic play in baseball. I was history. just going to say, forget all the stats. Yeah, watch the catch. That's and, all you need to say. That, and, that's all you need to see. And that gets a lot of play because of when it happened in the World Series. To right. like, he did that shit all the time. Yeah, he, he was the first. Um, you know, I watch. Uh, there's a lot of teams that have that center fielder now. That's that speed freak. He was the first one. Mm-hmm. He he covered the outfield like nobody else did. Uh, I mean. Detroit had one in Curtis Granderson until he went to the Yankees. Yeah. Fast as hell. Oh, just fast as hell. Flew. He had he had he had to pull uh, from earlier. He had the Roadrunner Wiley at Coyote yep. Rocket Boots on. Yep. Okay. That was my outfielders, Willie Mays. Um underrated. If you don't know his highlights, please go watch him just because watch he him. was just incredible. Um <laughs> mine was pretty easy, only because he was crazy. Ricky Henderson. Oh, uh, he he was my fi- he was in my top five. <laughs> just Loves to talk about himself on the third person. Everything is Ricky this or Ricky that. But you look at the highlights and the speed. It's Forget about how he talked about himself. The guy stole home how many? Or just stole, enter, entertaining as and, hell. And he hit the ball like you wouldn't believe. And yeah, he was. Speed. He was, he was the original player. Deion Sanders, if he you ask me. He was a great baseball player. He was player. the Deion Sanders of baseball before Deion Sanders got to baseball. True. Seattle, right? In Ayers, Oakland, American. Uh, uh, I don't know if he played in Seattle. I know he played for the Oakland A's. He might have went A's, to Seattle. A's majority of his yeah, career. Yeah, yeah. His prime when he was in his prime. My infielder isn't. I picked, and he's not. He was not a very good hitter. Um, uh, he did enough to get by, but I, I don't know that I've ever seen a, a, a more unbelievable infielder than Ozzie Smith. It, it, obvious choice. Obviously, it is. I, I, there's a lot of them. I mean, I had Wade Boggs up there just because of what he did on the on the line as third base, and you know, I had a, I had a couple other guys that I looked at, but Ozzy Smith was just, you know what, you he didn't scare you with his bat, but by mm. God, you were not getting the ball by him. Don't hit it to left. That's right. Just keep, <laughs> keep if you can pull that shit to the or, or go opposite field with that because he was going to snag it up. He won 13 Gold Gloves. Yeah, and I don't know if people know this, but there's only one Gold Glove per year given out a, a position. Right. You don't win a Gold Glove because of a fielding percentage. You have to win a Gold. You you are you have to maintain a certain level, and then you're picked. You're the best um, of your position. That and, and that's right. Yeah. 13 Gold Gloves. He had a. I have a handful of stats. He did win one Silver Slugger award. Uh, he has 1,944 hits. He carried a 272 batting average, so that's not bad. But I think he only hit like 22 home runs his entire career, or 17 right. home runs. Yeah, I mean, that's 22 more than I've hit. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's my that's my infielder. Um, my infielder was, I mean, obviously, Ozzie Smith. is the, the, you, Nobody can argue that. I went with Lou Whitaker. He was great. Because... You Another talk about pick. probably the single most underrated shortstop in baseball history. Whitaker was a second baseman, wasn't he? Se- or sec- yeah, second yeah. baseman. I'm sorry. Trammell, Alan Trammell. Trammell was a shortstop. I'm thinking of the duo. That's because right. The Gold Dust Twins. Because Li- Whitaker and Trammell together were, were amazing. But um, Lou Whitaker, some of the stuff that he would do. Lou. Sweet Lou Whitaker. Kind of an asshole in real life, but at the same time, just an amazing infielder. He and could hit, too. He, it, he 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 could yes, put the ball in play. Absolutely, and I, I I almost want a package deal that him and Trammell because those two together should be in the Hall of Fame together as a pair. But you know, baseball's stupid, so we'll just leave that there. Well, you know, baseball's Hall of Fame process they need they, they need to fix it. That's absolutely. that's that's almost dumber that's than the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's a crime. I absolutely, agree. yes. I agree. Agreed. All right, that's all I got. Oh, I had one left. Oh, go for it. Who who did I miss? Hitter. Just a hitter. Okay. Tony Gwynn. Who yeah. else? 
Tony Gwynn. I mean, if if you're gonna go old school with Mickey Mantle or, or not Mickey Mantle, but uh, um, Ted Williams. Ted, there you go. Yeah. That, that's what I was looking for. Well, I was trying to. F- I I was I, when I because I changed. We kind of changed it today because I realized that when I when we talked about this, I texted you. We had six positions. Yeah. Um, I'll put my hitter out there. My hitter's Pete Rose. Right, he's got the league lead. Yeah, yet, I mean, so <laughs> yeah, how do you argue that? I just dude, Tony Gwynn is beyond impressive he because he doesn't look like a baseball watch. player. He was such a joy to watch. He I, looks like he should be playing softball. The fact that he's gone is it blows my mind. But that guy had, you know, I, I think Pete Rose did what he did with his hits because he was called Charlie Hustle for a reason, right? He ran a catcher over in an All Star game. Yeah, he he <laughs> the the effort and just he would beat stuff out things like that. But Tony Gwynn. Would literally go. Uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna put that ball right over there, and he would do it, and then do it. He and and he had the sweetest, smoothest swing, I, effortlessly. I agree. Yeah, uh, I he, agree. he looked like he should be playing softball. Yeah, he did. Dude had a gut, and uh, toward the end of his career, obviously, but it just it didn't matter. Dude could just hit at will. And he it could. Was, it was crazy, you, and it just in a sport that, it, like you said earlier, as tough as it is to hit a, a ball consistently, he did it. He did. It's crazy. So yeah, that he was the only reason that anybody ever watched the San Diego Padres. <laughs> Absolutely, there was no other reason. There, there the was Padres no other reason. Are on? Well, I guess we get to see Tony. Yeah, no shit. So yeah, that's my list. That's a good list. Not bad. That's a nice list. Next week's gonna be fun. Uh, next week will be much more fun. Yes, I agree. It might not be. I, I, this was fun, but I think next week we're gonna be a lot more involved. Yeah, there'll be some more knowledge in next week's list. I I assure you. That's all right. Every now and then you got to go over, out of your comfort zone. Hey, you're right, and we did. Um, look us up. Uh, top five for fighting. Uh, we have the Patreon page. We just put a whole bunch of new stuff up there next week. Last week, um, we are. I, I constantly say it. It's been weird because of we made the commitment and everything is going on. But uh, Jacob King, uh, you're up. Pick a movie, son, and uh, do it, bitch. Yeah, do it. Just do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Uh, I, Patreon page. Uh, the 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 spread shop is open. If you'd like some merchandise gear, um, like that new fancy shirt you're wearing right there. Yep, yep, I did. I ordered a couple new shirts. And <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I don't have any many red shirts, so I decided to order a red one. Stands out nicely. And uh, I mean, I don't have too much else to sell. Tell your friends about us. Tell everybody you know about us. We, we we'd love to get some more listeners. Don't forget about uh, the promo, the Not Water Barbecue. Fourth uh, of July is coming up. Get your supplies. Uh, I did just see. Just that put an order in yesterday. Nice. Yeah. I see that they just. Uh, I just got an email from them here a little while ago that says they are going to have. Here you go. Father's Day made easy. Use the code Dad twenty for twenty percent off your entire order. Got my new shirt ordered. Um, Couple more bottles of sauce. I, I, we're going through that sauce quick. <laughs> yeah, we put it on everything. It's it's incredible. We just we put it. Which on Which one everything. do you use the most? The sauce. Which the one? Barbecue sauce. I'm sorry. Oh, the barbecue sauce. The, bar- yeah. the, the the pepper sauce. I just I haven't made wings in a while. Yeah. So the barbecue sauce I could eat on ice cream. Um, ever since Amy learned how to cook these ribs the way that she does, we 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 go through a rack or two at a time. Hell yeah! And it you know a full rack of ribs takes a bit of sauce, so we're, we're going through it quick. Good and enough. Just, uh, she ordered me one of the new shirts too, so I'm excited to get that. The Born on the River one. Yep, the blue one that'll go nice with the baby blue hat. Yep. Yeah. Dude, just not water barbecue sauce with a K. Get it? Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's incredible. Uh, I mean, our uh, Aaron Slavic, fan of the show, he he listened to us and says, "Is it that good?" And we were like, "Just get it." And after he cooked with it, he was like, "Boy, that's some good stuff." So. Yeah, there's that, and um, yeah. Picture the PS5 just got released. 
Oh, what's it look like? To quote the great Tiger King, or yeah, Tiger King, I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see it. Yeah, it looks insane. Looks like something out of a Star Trek movie. It does. It looks a little bit different than they said it was going to look, doesn't it? It looks way, yeah, it looks incredible. The bitch has got wings. Yeah, um, in the group messenger that I have on Facebook with Dylan and his buddies that we played Call of Duty together, Dylan sent the gif with Michael Scott saying, I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> Everybody have a good week. Love each other. Be nice to each other. Take care of somebody that needs some help. Hug somebody. Um, if you need help, get get what you need. If you got to talk to somebody, I don't even care if you if you send me us a message. Do, if, do what you got to do to, be, to for everybody to be safe and happy out there. If you have any extra Motrin, send it my way. I'm going to need it after tonight. I got a big bottle in the garage. You got a <laughs> kitchen you can have. Later. Peace out, bitches. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat Nick, in a litter box. <laughs> All right, good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally, and it's it's just it's amazing to me.